1: Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. No LeVar Arrington. He'll be back tomorrow. We're going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 o'clock Pacific here. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country. And wherever you are, we appreciate you making our Monday morning with us here. And we do it all live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection. And over 10,000 Thousand recommended installers, tireact.com, the way tire buying should be. So, Brady Quinn, a lot of speculation on this show. A yeah. lot of speculation around Wild the world of sports about what the plan was near the top of the NFL draft. What's gonna happen? Now, there was even some allegations that a certain somebody on this show might have even said specifically that the chicago bears would not be trading the number
3: one pick i mean right? I, I assume we didn't actually go back and grab that sound i, I would assume that's not the.
1: Case, uh, i mean I? I i'm not sure uh, but i but i'm assuming that we probably would be able to have that sound ready for tomorrow uh, if need be just so everybody's here that that is involved in the comment can hear the actual comment itself i feel like that would be that would be the most (laughs) appropriate thing in the world uh, because i'm curious to see how that will land with them oh it
3: never lands well i mean it never lands well Uh, (laughs) it uh, never does uh, uh, of of the many times where there's just a shot and a miss
1: yeah and it but look i mean that's why when i get stuff wrong i just claim i never said it
3: right well that's that's your style i usually just try to say yep that was a swing and a miss
1: well We did have ourselves a big swing by the Carolina Panthers, who on Friday, Friday early afternoon out west, late afternoon into the evening out east, it was the Carolina Panthers moving up from number nine in the first round to acquire the number one overall pick from the Chicago Bears. So Carolina jumps up to one in exchange. The Bears obviously get the number nine pick. They also get a first-round selection next year they picked up a second round pick this year and a second rounder in 2025 oh and then they also were able to acquire wide receiver dj moore to go along with chase claypool who was picked up uh in mid-season for a second rounder for the bears now you pair him up with chase claypool you've got darnell mooney in the f- in the fold you've still got cole Komet there your guy from notre dame so it feels like the bears have tried to add some pieces around justin fields but then the conversation. Conversation becomes Carolina moving up to one. Clearly, Carolina has identified somebody at the top of the draft, despite whatever reports we see out there that they would be open to trading down. Carolina has identified a guy. That's why they make the move to number one.
3: I, I don't know. I, I don't know that they have. I, I, I think their owner wants to be in control. I think he looks at where the Bears were and thinks to himself, look, we want to go into this offseason. We've gone the veteran route a number of times. We've been through this, right? Teddy Bridgewater, Sam Darnold, uh, Baker Mayfield, they brought in as well. Yep. They've gone the veteran route, and that has not worked for them. So w- let's go up to the top of the draft if we can get there. Let's now be in control. And if we feel good about one particular guy that maybe another team isn't looking at and we can trade back far enough, maybe we can recoup some of those picks. And so it just puts them in the driver's seat. I'm not necessarily sold on the idea that sitting here on March 13th, that they can't trade out of that pick if they know they can get the quarterback they want and some draft capital back. I don't think what they gave up was too rich for it. I'll let you kind of handle the details. But I feel like if you're looking at Chicago, Ryan Poles made the decision, obviously, that Justin Fields is the guy. And if he's going to be the guy, I need to give him some help. He got him some immediate help with DJ Moore, who will now become their number one wide receiver. You know, you've got Darnell Mooney there. You've got Cole Komet at tight end. You've got Chase Claypool. When you look at what they have now, wide receiver, he's got a shot. He's got a shot to improve, I think, as a passer, as a quarterback, and continue to develop to be the guy the Bears fans are hoping he will be. And also draft capital to keep building on this roster, which... It was probably one of the bigger points of why you and I on the show both thought they were going to trade back is because they're so devoid of talent everywhere that, they, you know, when you look at this roster in comparison to, to whether it's the rest of the NFC North or some of the other teams in the NFC, you know, they don't even have enough uh, enough depth to be able to overcome any injuries, let alone have their starting, you know, the, the all 11 starters on both sides of the ball be good enough to compete. So uh, the the trading back was always probably going to be in the cards for the Bears once they acknowledge the fact they've got a quarterback. And now it's up to the Panthers to look into who they feel like is the best prospect for them. And I think in this year's quarterback class, it's tough. Because you get got two guys who I think showcased on film that they're ready for the NFL. Uh, even though they'll, they'll be entering as rookies, there's always a learning curve. But they're ready. One particular maybe is a safer pick because you don't have concerns about his size. And then you have two guys who've got tremendous upside in Will Levis and Anthony Richardson. And so it comes down to whether, you know, what route you want to take if you're Carolina. Do you believe if you're Frank Reich, the best chance of succeeding has had one of those extraordinary talented guys you could make into something or mold into something or do you want to go with guys right now who can plug in play and feel like they can give you a shot starting as a rookie to win some football games? It's
1: uh, To your point as well, too, and it's kind of funny that it worked out this way, David Tepper and the Panthers and Frank Reich both find themselves in the same spot. They're tired of trying to go out and get veteran quarterbacks on short-term deals, thinking it's going to be the long-term fix, and it never worked out. Frank Reich's final few years in Indianapolis, we saw what happened there. And then also, to your, as you mentioned, David Tepper and the Carolina Panthers trying to identify whether it's Baker Mayfield, Teddy Bridgewater, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. They are they're both kind of find themselves in the same spot. And so now you've got Carolina jumping up. Now the odds have definitely swung in one direction. Bryce Young was the overwhelming favorite to go number 1 overall. That was pretty consistent even after his measurables at the combine. And now you're seeing CJ Stroud as a 3 to 1, a -300 favorite to be the first quarterback taken uh, at number 1 by the Carolina Panthers. So, H- how much that. do
3: you how much do you buy into the fact of, of when this trade occurred into being the reason for the line movement? Because it seemed like coming out at the Combine, you had two guys that stole the show at the quarterback spot. It was Richardson because of his athleticism and big arm. yeah, And it was C.J. Stroud because of how accurate he was and how surgical he was with the way he handled everything throwing. Which I, 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 keep, I keep saying to people, and I'll continue to say this, like I don't know that we learned anything about any of the guys that, that are quarterbacks at the Combine. Like, if you watched the film, if you watched the games, you knew everything you saw about C.J. Stroud. And if you watched Anthony Richardson, you saw everything that was on display on tape throughout the course of this past season. There was nothing that you learned. You just put now a number next to it, a vertical next to it. You know, you got to see him throwing a T-shirt and shorts, which most, most people haven't had a chance to if they didn't watch any of the games. So I think the interesting thing about the line movement and it being C.J. Stroud is... I think every team does their due diligence watching tape. They know what to expect of these guys. I don't know how an opinion changes that much. I really don't.
1: If it was going to change, it would have changed after the Georgia game when C.J. Stroud was the best player on the field before Marvin Harrison Jr. got hurt. I mean, he was yeah. the best player in that game.
3: Right. So yeah, I mean, you would think that that would have played a huge impact on it. But, but again, you know, sometimes people hear things coming out of the combine, but maybe that's where they're at. The reality is the Panthers are going to you know, have all these guys for visits. They're going to go work out all these guys. They have to. Like that's, that's part of how this works. They'll go to Tuscaloosa. They'll go to Columbus or, or California, wherever you know, some of these guys are training, and they'll go work them out, and then they'll bring them in their facility, and they'll sit through and watch film sessions with them and, and put them up on the board and test their football IQ and, and test their short-term memory and how fast they'll be able to adjust. Uh, all those things are going to be on display, and 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 as they should, by the way. But again, I think from a film standpoint, they should have had a pretty good feeling of how they felt about all these guys walking into it. I'm just not a big believer in the changing of odds at this point. Sometimes I feel like it's just more wild speculation, and and, and may, but look, maybe it is. Maybe someone knows something. Vegas is seldom ever wrong. Uh, but it seems like a pretty wild swing just after one co- after one combine performance.
1: Yeah, so I was watching the line movement when you know they were doing the combine measurables, and especially when it came out that Bryce Young was five ten and one eighth, and he was two hundred and four pounds. And I was curious to see, all right, what does that do for the odds? So I, I go on to DraftKings, and they actually slightly moved. To, to Bryce Young being more of a favorite just to, just slightly even after the measurables came out so when this trade went down and all of a sudden you saw the drastic swing towards CJ Stroud it does lead me to believe that the feeling is Carolina is going to go in that direction but here's what else is interesting if Houston was picking number one if Houston had first choice at, at quarterback who would you guess they probably would have taken if, if this was Houston instead of Carolina Bryce Young. Here? okay so Houston, in kind of a, in, in a, in a weird way, is going to end up getting their guy if the odds play out, and this is looking like C.J. Stroud. Houston, without having to do anything, and for all the jokes and all the stuff people made about them winning that final game and Lovey Smith, et cetera, et cetera, Houston's going to end up with the guy they probably would have taken, and they don't have to move at all if Carolina goes in that direction. To me, that feels like a win for the Houston Texans, if, if yeah. it breaks down that way. So, no I,
3: I, I think there's no other way of looking at it if it works out that way but but again, you know the reports of that Carolina could trade back out of the pick to me there's, there's some credibility there because you don't trade up this early unless you want to give your chance the op- or give your team the chance the opportunity to or the opportunity to look at all these guys and then say, okay, we know who we want, we know who Houston's going to go with um, we, you know maybe we can trade back. to to three or, I mean, you really got to find someone who wants to trade up and probably take Anthony Richardson or probably take Will Levis. You know, if you could find out that Indy wants, you know, one of those two guys, maybe they're a potential trade partner. But you got to be really, really secure in who every one of those teams are going to take and to ensure that they're not going to take your guy because you've got a lot of teams, I think, who are kind of out there in striking distance of trying to trade up yeah. and make something happen, whether it's Las Vegas, whether it's Atlanta, who could be a sleeper in that the top 10 is littered with teams that could be trying to make a move. Obviously the Colts want to take one. And, and if you don't know who that is and you move too far back, because Arizona's at what three right now, Yeah,
1: that's the one I want to see. That,
3: that's the one that's yeah. going to be scary. I think if Carolina was to move back to number four, let's just say they swapped up with the Colts because the Colts want, I, I'm playing a hypothetical here. Anthony Richardson, or Will Levis, and the Panthers are in there for C.J. Stroud, you could be undercut, obviously, by Atlanta or Las Vegas moving up to number three with Arizona, taking the quarterback that you want and being stuck with someone else. Now, the, the, the report that came out was, what, what if the Carolina Panthers are between two guys they feel really close or good about, and they feel like they'll get either one of those guys? I, I guess in that, in that case, you just have to hope it's the right two guys. You know that, that give you that chance of still moving back to four and some team trading up to three and taking one of those two and you still getting the other. It's just a big, big risk. But either way, Carolina now is the driver's seat, and, and they can you know choose to decide what they want to do moving forward uh, with the opportunities that are out there.
1: I mean, there's a real chance – Depending on, you know, who gets aggressive and looks at Arizona and says, all right, we don't want to mess around. We like Levis more than Richardson or or vice versa. There's a real chance we could see the top four picks of the draft all being quarterbacks. And Seattle yep. sitting there at five with an opportunity to to add a, a you know a Will Anderson or a Jalen Carter, a, a playoff team who hit it out of the park last year with their draft, sitting at five. That's going to end up with possibly the best player in the draft, a- and it's just going to be because there was a run on quarterbacks again. Like that yeah. could that could really play out in this upcoming draft.
3: It's going to be no, fun, and, man. And we talked about too, just the potential of Jalen Carter, who has some off the field issues that are now being discussed. And the fact Seattle's a great spot for guys who've had a, a checkered past, if you will, or had these sorts of issues. Pete Carroll and John Schneider have that program. I've been in that locker room. Um, they understand how to get players to get things back on track. And so it, it would be a good fit if it worked out that way. But that's what makes this fun, man. I mean, we got a lot of time till the draft. Free agency is obviously coming up this week, which will be fun to see. You know, what teams decide? There's there's going to be some free agent signings. Obviously, the Rodgers news is probably uh, the, the biggest domino to fall in regards to quarterbacks. But um, after that, then you're looking at where does Jimmy G go? Well, where does some of the other veteran guys, where does Baker Mayfield go? Are, are these guys guys that can hold things down for a year? Or are they viewed as stopgap quarterbacks where some of these teams that are signing these guys are still in the business or still in the market for drafting a quarterback as well?
1: God, so much fun. This time of year is so much fun, man. It is Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio, brought to you by Dollar Shave Club, still overpaying for a razor in this economy. Gross with Dollar Shave Club. You can get a top-shelf shave at a regular shelf price. Dollar Shave Club is available at a store near you in the men's razor aisle. That's it. That's the ad. All right, so coming up next here, there was a move made in the NFL that could be very good news for one quarterback. We'll tell you who that is. That's next.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the
1: iHeartRadio app. Are compounded products and have not been approved by the FDA. The FDA does not verify the safety or effectiveness of compounded
2: drugs. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m. Wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m. Grab seats for the game. Come on! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com with Amex. Terms apply.
1: Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. Coming up about 20 minutes from now. A little over 20 minutes from now, we are going to have an FSRIR. It is a Monday tradition, unlike any other. We report any issues, injuries, ailments over a long holiday, or excuse me, not a holiday weekend, but a long weekend. It's holiday weekend for LeVar, uh, but not for us. So a long weekend. We will get into all of the details on that stuff coming up here. Again, a little over 20 minutes from now. By the way, speaking of LeVar, uh, I did get a, uh, a little sneak peek at the sound of LeVar calling a shot. On the what the Bears are going to do with the uh, the number one overall pick? Uh, yeah. Would you Would yeah. you like to hear it before we drop it on Lavar's lap when he gets in studio tomorrow? Yeah, well, of course. Right, yeah, so, so, this was Lavar last week discussing what the Chicago Bears will do with the number one overall pick.
3: For Chicago to have the number one draft pick, they haven't had it in what like what is seventy some years. I don't know if they've ever had it or ever. I, okay. I, I, I don't know. Well, I. I I don't I just don't see them trading out of it. I, I think they'll take the best player available and they don't need a quarterback, so they're going to probably take Carter at number one. <laughs> it was so uh it was pretty interesting mostly because he, he he was pretty adamant about it, especially when we kinda kept pushing back. <laughs> and given the fact that it's March thirteenth, they've already traded out of it, the draft's not till the end of April, it's it, it, it's it's just it's a bad take
1: it's just a bad take <laughs> but it's a, you know you know you check uh, like if you go watch like look at any team preview in the off season they'll say all right off season needs and, and depending on the team it'll be O-line and defensive back or you know running back and and wide receiver for the Bears it's literally everything all right offseason they need everything they traded away anybody they draft at nine is a starter next year like that's that's how this is going to work for them. So the idea that they would just sit tight and not try and acquire more picks and then, you know, do what they did with DJ Moore and all that was uh yeah, I mean, it didn't go well for for LeBar. But, again, we're not here to try and shame anybody. That's not what we like no. to do. Yeah, it's none of that. Not our either.
3: style. No. Not our style.
1: So uh, so we'll have that form uh, coming up tomorrow so he can answer for himself there when it comes to that. Uh, by the way, uh, we are brought to you by Dollar Shave Club. Still overpaying for a razor in this economy. Gross with Dollar Shave Club. you can get a top-shelf shave at a regular shelf price. Dollar Shave Club is available at a store near you in the men's razor aisle. That's it. That's the ad. All right, well, that's it for Jalen Ramsey as an L.A. Ram. The Rams traded the three-time all-pro to the Dolphins in exchange for a third-round pick and tight end Hunter Long on Sunday. So feels like uh, we're starting to kind of You know, sell off some pieces the Rams are as they've uh, got a bunch of salary cap issues that they got to work through there was some speculation about what happens with Stafford but if you're the Miami Dolphins you add another piece on defense and the Miami Dolphins have an opportunity if Tua can stay healthy for a full season to be very very interesting and very good next year
3: this is a trade that's emblematic of where both franchises are at You've got the Miami Dolphins who are hungry for a Super Bowl. Steven Ross is – he really – for anyone who lives in the South Florida area who's been to um, you know, the, the Hard Rock Stadium, he's done an unbelievable job. Like their entire organization who's overseen it has done an unbelievable job. Not only with the stadium renovation, they now have a facility that's right next to their stadium. They used to be – uh, probably one of the worst facilities as far as what they're utilizing uh, with, a, with a local D2 school. But now they've got a – I mean, it's an unbelievable facility built right next to the stadium. And even around the stadium, the events, the, uh, I believe they had an F1 event around it. Um, just all the different things that, that he's been able to do, I think, in the South Florida area. The one missing link is, is success and being able to win a Super Bowl. I mean, they're hosting Super Bowls, national championships. They do a great job. It's a matter now of bringing that success to the Miami Dolphins. And he's, he's got a coach that I think they feel like they've caught lightning in a bottle with Mike McDaniel and the way he handles the team, the way he's handled Tua, his offensive uh, acumen, and then the ability to get the most out of the, the talent they've got. They made the moves to get a guy like Tyreek Hill now. And now you're getting another superstar in Jalen Ramsey, who is a perfect fit for the superstar defensive coordinator they've got in Vic Fangio, who's going to come in and be able to have Xavier Howard on one side and Jalen Ramsey on the other and allow those guys to play on islands and let the other nine defenders basically say, okay, try to throw against us, try to run against us. But we're eliminating your top two receivers or at least your, you know two of your receiving threats, and you could kind of try to figure out the rest. And that's those, that high tide is going to raise all boats. Uh, in Miami defensively speaking and so now it just comes down to as you said it to the health of Tua what he looks like moving forward and then how they continue to build up the roster from here but this is a team that wants wants to contend they're trying to build this team to contend with their staff with their players and they're hungry to do so and so they're okay giving up a third round pick And, and a young tight end who to be quite honest you know he had one catch in his career I think uh, and then Hunter Long out of BC who's who's probably a better uh, run-blocking tight end and his best football is still ahead of him. But that's where Miami's at. For the Rams, they're trying to clean up their books. For all the success they had going to a couple Super Bowls and winning one, this is that, hey, you know, F them picks mentality uh, where, where they, they spent so much cash, so much money, they're, they're now trying to clean up their books. You know, in part of this trade, the Rams are taking on, you know, some of that cap space, and, and they're kind of sharing in that, and they're getting Jalen Ramsey. Not, and not, by the way, not that it's an inflated contract in any way, but he wants to move. I think he wanted to move on. I think they want to move on and start to rebuild moving forward. And this is unfortunately the penalty that Sean McVay and Les Snead and the Rams, have to pay. For the success that they had in winning a Super Bowl.
1: It's worth it, though. I mean, they won a Super Bowl. That was the whole goal. They went to another one, uh, obviously, before Ramsey was there back in uh, 2018. But, you know, it worked. I mean, they got their Super Bowl, and now they uh, they figure out what, what's what's happening going forward.
3: The, the interesting thing about you saying that is, you know, McVay came out after this trade, or there's a report that talked about how he, he's not going to make this an every offseason deal where he's contemplating retirement or stepping away. And I found that interesting because there was the perception of, you know, did Sean McVay want to have to coach through a rebuild? Does he want to have to coach when things are going to be difficult and have to endure what has been almost a flawless record for a young head coach? The success he's had right away, I mean, it rivals guys like John Madden. I mean, legends you're talking about in coaching in the NFL. And the hard thing is, is they are probably set for some stark, tough years. And I don't know how much more, you know, football Matt Stafford has in him. He's financially incentivized to come back this year. But once that's not the case, hopefully they have a secession plan, or at least that's what he's looking for. I think honestly, if the Rams are playing this right, they will look to tank and try to have the top pick to be able to take a guy like Caleb Williams next year. And then they feel like they've got that chance, you know, moving forward. So We'll see what things look like, but for for Rams fans moving forward, and look, you sh- you showed up in the masses, all right. I mean, just in the masses out there at SoFi Stadium, uh, week in and week Huge. out. It, it's going to be probably another tough, enduring year for you.
1: And and McVeigh, I think, was talking about how he wouldn't feel right walking away now. You know, kind of feels like he would be letting some people down if he just walked away. And and to your point, he said, "Well, I don't want to make this a story." So what is he saying? He's come back for multiple years—is a two or a three? Uh, he's going to stick around for like, like what? What is actually the plan there? And it makes you wonder what the hell was this past season? I think he was still hung over from the parade, right? And you saw how many people were at the parade and I've never vaped before. I've never even had a cigarette before. So I don't know if the vape mixed with the booze, as you like to put it, was impacting how he was feeling about the job as NFL head coach in Los Angeles. For this entire past season, because he looked from the get go like he was miserable after that game, the Bills opener against the Rams, where it was basically a prelude to everything that was going to happen to the Rams that season all last year. McVay looked like he was miserable. And I think he was still I think the the vape smoke was still seeping out of his pores and out of his dockers, and that's why he was in such a bad mood looking like that the entire season. So I think now that he's gotten time away from it, you know, they didn't go to the playoffs, he had he had more time to spend with his beautiful wife and, and just could kind of decompress, I think he's ready to rock now. McVay's back. McVape, he's back. And he's ready to go. And he'll probably be there another couple of years. And, yes, they probably will be tanking. But that's the LA Rams uh, as, <laughs> well, as the way he, things the, look. The
3: funny thing is it's going to be hilarious to see how Les Snead changes his tune if they can get to that number one pick and get Caleb Williams. Yeah. I mean, maybe they have to trade away all their picks just to get up and take him. But that would be my strategy if I'm the Rams. Yeah, try to keep, a, uh, you know, a, a Southern Cal guy, it, you know, not that he is a Southern Cal guy, but, you know, keep a guy playing for Southern Cal in, you know, Southern California and playing for the Rams. I'm sure. I'm sure Caleb would be all for that, but you better hope they've got a plan to build up that roster moving forward.
1: Uh, by the way, do you think the Dolphins saw Joe Shane's press conference talking about? Well, if I would have known things would have played out like this, you know, we would have picked up Dando Jones's fifth year option. Do you think the Dolphins saw that and said? Yeah, why don't we go ahead and pick up Tua's? You know, maybe save us, save ourselves a little bit of money just in case uh, Tua balls out and we gotta end up paying him a, a significantly more than we would have. Just like the Giants had to do with Dando Jones. You think they saw that and kind of took notes and said, "Let's go ahead and pick up his fifth year option."
3: I, I think it's the cheaper way of of going about doing it, and it's probably safer in the end, right? Than having to play out the risk of using the exclusive franchise tag or the non-exclusive franchise tag, which however you want to cut it. I mean, the, the biggest thing you're on the hook for is. Look, you're making a commitment to Tua. He he's faced his concussion issues. He had he's had other injury history. You've made a full commitment that you're now on the books for that fully guaranteed fifty-year deal. Now it's not injury-only like it used to be. It, it, you you've picked it up. You're planning on him being on the roster, and that's what you're planning on paying him. Now that doesn't mean you can't move on from him if you feel like after this year things aren't working out. You want to trade him, but you do put yourself in the position where if you cut him. You know that obviously is is still going to be monies that are owed to him, and they're on your cap. you know you're going to be charged with that and for a player that's not playing for you anymore so that that's the biggest risk, but again i I think it it pales into comparison to having to pay out you know eighty two million over the course of the next two seasons to a guy who again. In comparison to Tua, I mean, who had the better year, Tua or oh, Daniel God. Jones?
1: Yeah, not even close. Yeah, it was right. Tua.
3: And now, granted, again, the supporting cast in Miami is better. We get that. Like, everyone who wants to be a Giants fan and and try to defend Daniel Jones and this whole thing. Look, we try to warn you about the whole Zach Wilson thing before last season for the Jets fans. It's the same thing for Daniel Jones. You know, I just think Giants fans are going to get to a point where they're going to say, can we win a Super Bowl with him? And as good as Brian Dable is and as good as everyone else is, I think that's still going to be a question after the 2023 season.
1: It's Two Pros and a Cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. And speaking of Fox Sports Radio, be sure to join Fox Sports Radio's Million Dollar Bracket Challenge. That's right, the Million Dollar Bracket Challenge. If you fill out a perfect bracket at foxsportsradio.com, you will win $1 million. And you can compete against Fox Sports Radio hosts and fellow listeners. The listener who finishes in first place wins a prize pack featuring a Legacy Box 40-item trunk valued at nearly $1,200 to turn old family movies and pictures into digital keepsakes. A Traeger meter block valued at $350. The ultimate way to monitor meat on the grill. And a chalk bundle valued at nearly $500 featuring nine popular supplements found at choq.com to reclaim your vitality. All in all, it's a prize pack valued at over $2,000. So go fill out your brackets now at Fox Sports radio.com you have until noon eastern on thursday that's FoxsportsRadio.com to fill out your bracket and to get official rules and the best part about it brady quinn they get to compete against us
3: that's right so
1: we get to rip their faces off in a bracket <laughs> yeah. challenge like we do every single year
3: Yeah, yeah every single year that's yep. right i mean come in join in if, if you want an absolute beating come <laughs> join us as jonas has said in the past he will drag you out in public and flog you that's right <laughs> with his bracket and as men's basketball knowledge of being able to just showcase all the research. All the data and analysis that he does to prepare him for this moment—it's Jonas's time to shine, not yours. Sit your ass down. Here we come. Come join in our bracket and compete with us. Jonas keeps—he says he's going to win it this year. He says he's actually going to submit his bracket, unlike four years ago when he forgot to do it and was still talking trash. Yeah, Yeah.
1: that that technicality. All right, you know, I didn't realize that there was uh, the cutoff point was the exact time that it was, so I only got half my bracket in, but I still stay alive for for a long time even half my bracket if you're listening right now
3: technically they 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 kept you alive for a while but you were dead Uh, you were dead once the tournament started
1: that's fine but uh the point is If you want to be a part of this and you think you're better than us, like if you think, well, I I watched all the college hoops during the regular season. That's fine. We want to remind you what a waste of time that was. So come get your heart fed to you in public on FoxSportsRadio.com and get shamed having to run back to your family and say, hey, guess what? We met up against two pros and a cup of joe, and we lost just like everybody else will. That's how it's done. Flogging. Come get flogged.
3: Yeah, you love that word, don't you? I, I just love the fact that you had talked so much trash and then you only filled out half a bracket. It's not my minute. fault. I mean, Lee, are, are we lying about this? Or That's do not, you recall the, the, the time fault, when Lee. Jonas only filled out half his bracket yet talked all that trash about how he's going to beat everyone? <laughs>
4: It was an awful excuse cuz he probably would have gotten an awful bracket anyway but yeah it was uh
3: I mean what? not not your best Why does, your best outing. why does this happen to Jonas Lee? I mean you've worked together with him for a long time. I feel like these He never weird hits the things, last
4: cl- he never clicks the last click. He never yeah. saves his progress. It,
1: yeah, I just uh I kind of missed that step. But you know
3: this happens all the time yeah you know what it is though he's old school all right he's it's not true. used to all this computer stuff Told where you have you. to log on and click here click there he just wants to print off his bracket hey. filled out by hand in pen by the way right? on a so newspaper just, listen, that's, right. That that's right listen uh,
1: growing up i used to cut out the bracket in the dublin daily bugle and that's how i used to do the uh do my brackets for the tournament every year
3: <laughs> It's uh, <sighs> it's it's sad that you actually think that you you could you could just open it up. It's called the the Dublin News. Yeah, they actually have just the Dublin News.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, well, that's like the the, the villager. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the lower class version. No, no, no that, there's
3: only I have two, man. I'm a I have two,
1: Dublin man. Daily Bugle guy. There's, you, you there's didn't there's get the no Dublin Daily, Daily Bugle. Bugle?
3: This, is, this isn't Superman. Okay, you, this is like Metropolis. Where have the Daily Bugle.
1: You're not down yeah. with DDB. You didn't know that? Wow, that's unfortunate i got to hook you up. I know some people. I think
3: you are a DB. I think that's the issue here. (laughs) Is that what it is? Yeah.
1: All right. Uh, It is two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio. Brady Quinn Jonas Knox with you here. Right now, uh, coming up next, it is a Monday tradition. Every single week, we're going to just kind of confess to any issues, injuries, ailments. It's all yours. It's an FSRIR right here on Fox Sports Radio.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros in a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Errington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific.
4: Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches, we talk to players, we tell you stories.
1: Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto. Do it yourself, and you can find what you need in store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today, or
2: visit us at o'reillyauto.com/two-pros. That's o'reillyauto.com/two-pros. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m. Wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m. Grab seats for the game. <laughs> 6 p.m. Book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledana, and
3: we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Games.
1: Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up, top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios. One of the tired, tired complaints in the world of sports and in sports media is back. We'll explain what that is coming up again, a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR. Before we get to another FSR IR, I want to let you know we are brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, boat, AT, TV and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at progressive.com.
0: After your sports weekend, happens. So it's time to get the FSR IR report.
1: All right. Who's got what? Who wants to bitch and moan? Who's got something yeah, to do with Yeah. Who wants to
3: just, you know, say whatever. But here's what I want to start off with because this segment we usually do, and it's really for LeVar to tell us about some of his ailments. <laughs> but, um, Lee, did you watch the Oscars last night? Can you give us an update? Because I didn't watch. I don't care. So this is going to be <sighs> my, ir, one my IR stories living through this today. Yeah, of course I
4: watched the Oscars, as I do each and every year. And it was a clean sweep by everything, everywhere, all at once. Did you do picks? Did you do your bracket? I did. I got 19 out of 24.
1: God.
3: Wow, nineteen out of twenty. You know you Hold can gamble on, Say on it again. Everything, everywhere, all at once. That is correct.
4: Everything, everywhere, all at once. E- Was well, that that meta A-O. meta something? Yeah, multiverse. The multiverse. Uh, well. yeah, it's the new hot thing. The multiverse. What? Yeah, Michelle Yeoh took away Best Actress. They got Best Picture, of course. Um, they took away Best Supporting What's up, Actor. Yo? Yep <laughs> uh, Yeah Clean sweep So it was kind of boring Honestly uh, well, Always is Isn't it um, <laughs> I mean not last year Yeah that's And of course They referenced that Millions of times Jimmy Kimmel oh, They never He no. never did say Will Smith's name
3: Or Chris Rock's But well, uh,
1: Cause Will Smith's out For the next 10 years Right Isn't cr- he like yeah, banned For 10 banished. years yeah. well, What a punishment Hold
3: on Hold on They put a term on it They said 10 years Yeah I think they did I think How it was stupid 10 years is that I know <laughs> Like, yeah. what, are they going to make a big deal about it after he's gone for 10 years when by, he comes back? By the
1: way, that's the best 10 years. Uh, <laughs> I, I, was that supposed to be a punishment? Oh, uh, you don't ah. get to go to the Oscars for 10 years. we'll, well yeah. ruin my day. You did him a
3: favor. Yeah.
4: Do, do you think a he bummer. wins an Oscar in 10 years, though? Probably not. Makes it awkward.
1: Who cares? I mean, listen. I mean, you, you let people uh, take it out for a spin. Don't complain, as we pointed out last hour, if it comes back and you know, there's yeah. a couple yeah. of scratches. Yeah, it's, that's, it's
3: running running wrong you know mean the alignment's <laughs> a little off you know yeah very good the transmission you know yeah. you can't change gears as very, much yeah,
1: very good yeah that's not a, as much giddy up that's yeah. a it's a great point that is a great point maybe the um, muffler's been
3: changed out <laughs> you, you got drive, a whistle tip on there
1: you, know, you drive, drive away with uh the gas pump still in not, yeah. not paying attention it happens definitely happens that's for yeah. sure. Um, Lee uh, Brendan Fraser won best uh, best actor for. Uh, so Let me get this straight. He did. Uh, Encino he, Man. Yeah, so he went from in a block of ice it, as a caveman <laughs> in the San Fernando Valley to some fat guy, and he wins the Oscar.
4: That is correct. Okay. <laughs> right. In fact, his uh, it's a
1: lot of range.
4: One of his uh, co-stars in uh, Encino Man also won an Oscar last night. How yeah. about
1: that? Encino Man winning all these awards years after the fact.
3: I mean, it was never appreciated in its time as it should have been <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh,
3: And it was not Poly Shore <laughs> No <laughs> well, That's disappointing oh. I mean, It should have been Pauly Shore um. <laughs> I mean, by the way <laughs> Why can't we get the sort of creativity we had back then? I mean, back then, you, I mean, I guess now you got the multiverse You got the thing, multiverse which, Yeah, cool, whatever I'm just saying like I would love to know the creators of the producers who were like, Hey, let's do this. We're gonna have Brendan Fraser at a block of ice and he's gonna come back. Like yeah. I feel like that story would never fly in today's society. Hey,
1: how much money did Encino Man make? Can you look that up, Lee? I would love to know how much money uh, that
3: well, made. You can't take Lee away from the Oscars talk. I'll look this up, Lee. You keep talking about seven us what million Ooh. It made over
1: forty million dollars.
3: Yeah, and the budget was seven million. Oh, you know what? Yeah, hey, wow. good for them. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs>
1: good for them.
3: Hey, that's spend great. less, be profitable. Think of like better ideas than some of this other crap. That's yeah, like, why don't you get creative
1: and think about some caveman hanging out in a block of ice in the San Fernando <laughs> Valley? Come on, man. It only has
4: 15 percent on Rotten Tomato. Only 15. percent
1: With Pothead Polly Shore.
3: Who cares about Rotten Tomatoes? <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, look up. Look up the. Per- program. I'd love to know where the program is on yeah. Tomatoes.
1: Come on. Uh, what are the, if Encino Man made more than the program, I quit the show. Oh. Alright. We need the answers right now, Lee. <laughs> it's loaded. Sixty
4: two percent. No, okay. that's the wrong program.
1: No, but Lee, what, how much did it make? <laughs> how much did the program make? Like uh how much did that did that movie earn? We'll get we'll get the answers I'm sure before the end of the show, I'm telling you. Well maybe. Yeah.
4: Only yeah. three no again, wrong
1: program.
3: Yeah. Damn it. Were there a lot of movies named the program? I guess so. Yeah. Uh, that's sad. It's too bad. Why well, am it- I might find this easily? $23 million.
1: <laughs> Only made $23, 23
0: million. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts.